and we are back with another installment of the number one rated business show right here on The Real 1100 AM. I'm your host, Kevin C. Pride. We got six folks tuned in already on Facebook. How y'all doing today? And we are back with another installment. Thank y'all so much for joining us again uh, for the number one rated business show right here on The Real 1100 AM. Once again, rest in peace to United States Representative John Lewis. He is lying in state right now. Uh, and I know a lot of people are, are, are so heartbroken about it. So our hearts and prayers do go out to the family of John Lewis. We thank you so much for all that you have given to us, Georgians. Also, we just completed the GMBA Awards, the Georgia Minority Business Awards. We had a great time. Uh, we social distanced. We wore a mask. It was a little weird. I got to be honest. I think a lot of this COVID is really starting to change people. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> but we did have a great time at the GMBA. Congratulations to all of our Georgia Minority Business Award winners. You are so well-deserved. Mike Bell, Angeline Butler. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. If you are trying to get your fit on, if you're trying to lose a few pounds, if you're trying to Get your exercise back going. Titans Fitness out in Smyrna is a great place uh, for you to go. They are a custom state-of-the-art gym. No, they are not just for bodybuilders. They are for everybody. They are located at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Drive. And I promise, uh, as for Rachel, as for Daniel, they are some of the best trainers I've ever worked with. And don't take my look as their results just yet. All right, we're going to get it right. We need about 90 more days. <laughs> Jump and Joy is open at 2115 Fairburn Road, Douglasville, Georgia. We are back. We are open. Uh, we are social distancing. We're keeping all our kids safe. Uh, but please join us from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday and 2115 Fairburn Road at Jump and Joy. Joining me today on the line is the world's should I say worlds? I don't know about the worlds. But he is America's number one alpha leadership expert, Terry Budget. I think he's on the line with us today. Hey, Kevin. How's it going? I'm doing wonderful, man. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Now, you recently wrote an article for the Atlanta Business Journal that's, that is is kicking up a lot of traction. So I wanted to uh, just get you on the line and talk to you a few minutes about it. You said... Sure, I'd love to. Tyranny at large, democracy or autocracy? Is that how you say that word? Autocracy. I believe that's how you say it. <laughs> autocracy. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> so explain that to us a little bit. Autocracy deals with one individual assuming complete and total power over a group of people, nation, country, and so forth, where their power seems to be or exuded as absolute. Now, in this article, you mentioned how the Trump administration's authority is becoming so egregious that they are dispatching federal officers to police their own citizens without any requisition from local uh, local levels to do so. Explain that a little bit for me. Okay, what's been happening is that uh, in the specific areas where they're demonstrating for the Black Lives Matter cause, uh -huh. um, the president has, has dispatched his federal officers, which is somewhat like in the capacity of military, but, of course, they don't show their faces, don't show their insignias or any um, affiliations, which, which brings concerns to the individuals that are being taken off the street without probable cause. With which you've seen it on television, um, you have individuals who are masked and have the Velcro police strap strapped across their chest. But my question is, why are you taking these people off the street if they're not causing or committing any crimes? 
In now, the military, we call, or in government, we call this uh, posse comitatus, which is actual use the, the forbidden of using military in, in state, um, state situations or as a state authorities. Now, a lot of people saying that, that all he's doing, or let me take not a lot of people, they are saying that what they're doing is protecting federal property, and they have every right to do so. What do you, what do you say about that? If they're protecting federal property, then how come they're taking them off the street when they're not doing anything to federal property? Wow. I can understand placing, placing guards around those areas to prevent it from happening, but what you've seen on television, CNN, MSNBC, these individuals are being taken off the street without probable cause or without due process. Because from my perspective, as I've seen on television and what's been perpetuated in the news, is that these individuals are coming, taking these people off the street, putting, in, putting them in unmarked vehicles, and that's the last we hear. Wow. So my question is, what's going on? What gives the individual, specifically the government, specific, more specifically the executive branch, the authority to dispatch federal officers in an area that's state-controlled, and they weren't invited to do so? Now, is this, is this uh, in reference to Portland in, in, in particular? Exactly. And okay. what I'm understanding, he's about to dispatch more. Wow. Now, you also said uh, he's remaining focused on what appears to be totalitarian uh, efforts considered to continue the level of misinformation regarding the pandemic by this occupant of the Oval uh, Office. Explain that a little bit to us. Okay, here's how his his what's being presented. He, he presents or has the persona of that his authority to do certain things is completely his own. Okay. Which means he doesn't answer to anyone. His whole focus has been on getting the reelection and holding on to power instead of basing his concerns on what's in the best interest of the people. So when you, when you focus on what's happening with the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, and the situations that are plaguing this country, that's not his focus. His whole intent is to hold on to the seat of power. Okay. And as a result, he's not listening to the experts, and the country is the one that's suffering behind his antics. Now, you're starting to see him change the tone a little bit because, uh, you know, now they've canceled the Jacksonville thing. He's saying it's patriotic to wear a mask. You know, so he, he's starting to change the tone just a little bit, don't you think? I, from my perspective, it's not because he wants to. It's because he's told to. And the reason why is, is because it's falling poll numbers. Okay. Now, those poll numbers, that, you have to understand, it, it gets to a point where if you're not representing the people, the people aren't idiots. They see what's going on. So if, if your whole focus is to generate enough uh, rally cry to, I guess, to perpetuate or elevate your own rhetoric, and it's not in the best interest of all the people, then everything that you're doing is to create, from my perspective, an autocratic society where everyone answers to you. If you look at what's been happening over the last several weeks, you see that the experts, uh, Dr. Fauci and so forth, have been taken out of the spotlight to address the pandemics. Now, if you, if you look at what's happening, people are still dying, and they're dying in greater quantities. We're talking about more so than all, in all both world wars, and we're, and we're talking in massive quantities. As a president, your responsibility is to set the example and, and place the people above your own personal agenda. Okay? I get it. You want, you want to remain president. That's fine. But your responsibility and that of any government is first the welfare and the safety of its citizens, not their, seat, not their hold on power. Wow. 
Now, you said the nation is in desperate need of genuine leadership. Now, you are the alpha leader of the nation, okay? <laughs> you are America's number one alpha leadership expert. So tell us what genuine leadership should look like. First thing is this, truth. Any leader has to set the example and first be honest with the people. If you, if you look over the past several months since, since the pandemic began, and for that matter, the beginning of the presidency, everything has been mis, misinformation. I believe it was uh, Sun Tzu in The Art of War who said, all war is deception. Wow. The problem is, for him, that the people can see the deception. And it's fact, fact checks are being done to check everything that he says. My question is, it's not how many lies has he told, it's how many truths has he ever told. <laughs> okay. So we have, we have to understand that his whole, and this is just my perspective, opinions may differ, from my perspective, if he's going to really set the example, then set it. Well, in, the, in this context, society understands that we're in a pandemic and that we are losing lives by the hundreds, if not thousands, on a daily basis. One of the, one of the triggers that helps to slow down the virus is the wearing of masks. You are the president of the United States, the representative of this nation, and you're telling society and your citizens, well, you can wear it if you want to, okay, well, last time I checked, people are still dying because they haven't worn it. If you're going to set the example and let people and tell people that they need to wear it, then wear it yourself. Set the example. Communicate that message. Most people don't listen to what you say. They they listen by what they see. Wow. And if you're going if you're going to perpetuate the act of a true leader, then set the example of one. Don't just hold the office of power. Represent what power looks like. Wow. Now, uh, I, I, I just had to get you in to comment on this because we're getting such uh, uh, so many comments and so many people uh, asking us about the article that you wrote. It's, it's obviously a, a very fiery topic here in the nation. A lot of people got so much to say about it. Uh, you ended this by saying there's a proverb that I love. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to counsel. Uh, break that down for us. Only a fool believes that his way is the only way. You may know some things, but you don't know everything because you have specific gifts and specific talents and specific areas. But you can't know everything. That's what other people around you are for. Oh, wow. That, by the way, that's why you have advisors who have specialization in areas that you don't. He made a comment before. I believe it was something to do with um, the... Uh, the Taliban. Okay. He made a statement. He knows more about the Taliban than his generals do. Last time I checked, you never served. <laughs> Last time I checked, you've never been in that realm. Okay. So let the experts, what the experts do, do what you're supposed to do as the commander in chief and listen to those who have knowledge that you don't. Every leader understands, well, I'm sorry, let me be more specific. Every true leader understand that they don't know everything, so they surround themselves with people who are strong in areas that they're weak. If you want to be a strong president, understand your, understand your strengths and understand your vulnerabilities and understand your weaknesses, and surround yourself in the areas that you are weakest with people who are strong in those weak areas. Wow. That's what leadership is. 
Well, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. I I, I had to get your comments in because we got so many people asking us about this article. So I definitely wanted to make sure that you had a chance to kind of respond and, and kind of explain it just a little bit more to our audience because, I mean, I, I promise you, you are really making some waves writing for the Atlanta Business Journal. We definitely appreciate having you. If anybody wants to know any more information about Alpha Leadership, uh, learning the Alpha Alpha philosophy for leadership, where can they go to find out more information? They can go to my website at www.terrybudget.com. All right. That's, once again, Terry Budget, thank you so much for joining us today on the program. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you having me. All right, man. In studio with me today, I got the one and only Dr. Evan Brody from Georgia Podiatry. How are we doing today? I'm doing excellent, Kevin. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. <laughs> This, the, now, today our show is actually about health. I know we, we, we got a, a little bit on a rant, but we had to uh, respond to some comments that we were getting on an article that was written on the Business Journal. Uh, but today is actually about health. Uh, explain to a few people, I don't know, podiatry now, is it more foot and ankle surgeon now, or are we still rolling with podiatry? Um, it depends on, I guess, um, the exact scenario, but I would say I would say they're synonymous terms in my mind, podiatrist, foot and ankle surgeon. Um, they're both pretty synonymous. Some some podiatrists don't do surgery, I, I suppose. So um, for someone like myself who's a board-certified surgeon, podiatrist, foot and ankle surgeon, I would use those interchangeably. Now, why is foot and ankle uh, specialists so important and so needed uh, in this day and age? Because I think a lot of people misunderstand, like, your feet take all the abuse. So why, why is it so important to uh, take care of your foot health? Uh, excellent question, Kevin. Um, I would say that... Um, you know, a lot of people have all different types of ailments from um, injuries to trauma to foreign bodies to systemic problems to uh, diabetic ulcers. So so the feet are very important. I mean, to me, it's not unlike any other part of the body. Uh, every single part of our body is important to us, and, and, and our feet carry us everywhere we go. So it's really important to uh, take care of your feet if you want to um, to be upright and um, to be able to walk around, and um, we, we definitely need to take care of our feet. Now, are you seeing a difference uh, now in patients and, and patient volume and that type of stuff during doing uh, due to the COVID nineteen that we're experiencing? Yeah, um, ex- excellent question. So, due to Corona, we saw definitely a big drop for a while. Um, okay. As far as uh, medical personnel, were were considered um, essential workers, um, but we weren't encouraging all kinds of people to come in for different reasons: social distancing, wearing a mask. So. We were seeing more of the um, um, diabetic foot wounds, some things that couldn't wait. We were seeing more in the office. A lot of people, I think on both ends, um, we weren't excited to have an office full of people and people being at risk. And at the same time, people were staying home because trying to protect themselves. So it's kind of a, I think from both ends, um, we definitely saw a decline um, in our patient volume. I don't know if it was in the middle of March when everything kind of, when the kids kind of stopped going to school. Yeah. Um, we definitely saw a huge decline. Things seem to be about back to where they were pre-corona at this point. Um, but, you know, we definitely take measures. We measure, our, uh, take our temperatures every day and start taking temperatures of uh, patients. And, and we always wear a mask in the office to protect other people and protect ourselves. So definitely it's not the same as it is everywhere going to Home Depot or um, – <laughs> or going to Publix or wherever it is that you go, um, you know, things look a lot differently um, than they did before. And the office still looks differently, but but as far as the volume goes, it, it's it's not so bad. You know, we, we, we just had a, a, a pretty large event, I guess, for the, for the whole COVID thing. You know, we just uh, finished the Georgia Minority Business Awards. And one, one big thing I did notice 
Uh, of course, our guest list went from 500 to 250 down to about 100 people actually showing up. Uh, and we were socially distanced. We had tables, you know, spread apart. Only the people that came together sat together. Everybody was required to wear masks the whole time. But it's starting to be very awkward. Like, human interaction now is starting to get so awkward. Are you are you starting to see some of that? Yeah, we do. I mean, um, if you're talking about just in general or in the office kind of thing? Just in general. Just in general, yeah. I mean, I, I think for sure um, those things, like when I introduced myself to uh, your assistant today, you know, we're always, you know, <laughs> we don't, sh- I used to shake hands with everybody. We don't obviously do anymore. It's always that uh, kind of elbow uh, uh, forearm bump that we're, that we're doing for everything. So, yeah, it is awkward. Um, you know, I think we look at people like they could have it and, you know, and we don't want to give it to them if we have it. So, so it definitely is still different, I think, uh, socially and then in the office as well. I mean, it's hard to get away from thinking about Corona, I think, still. I know what's going on. I, I I don't know, man. It's just I, I'm kind of scared that we're not going to go back to a, a normal society ever. I think once we get the vaccine, everything becomes a lot better. But uh, it's just people right now. I think people just it's so awkward to have that interaction anymore. I, I, I'm starting to worry. Are we going to ever get back to a normal? Yeah, it's a great question, and I think that um, I think that someday we will get back to normal. I think that we've been I wouldn't say spoiled, but I think my opinion is that human history is riddled with terrible diseases. I mean, if you look at the Black Plague, Spanish Flu, I mean, things have come around in the human species and wiped out. Some things have wiped out half the the population. I think that we just had it so good for so long that, that we didn't really think about getting diseases from other people like that. You know, obviously there's, you know, different types of sexually transmitted disease. We all, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, we're aware of that. But just regular human interactions, there was no risk of, of uh, I believe, before about con. Uh, contracting anything. But now that the kind of the cat's out of the bag and, you know, this is to me part of the history of the human species. But um, I think for a long time until we get a handle on this new Corona thing, you know, I'm I'm hoping that eventually things will go back there. Um, But for right now, yeah, I don't see it changing anytime soon. The, The new normal, they say. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 man, it's, it's, it's really bugging me because I'm a, I'm a people person. I like to be around people. And it's like I'm always stuck in front of a computer screen looking at people through a box now. So yeah. it's, it's just weird. It's not fun. It, now, it's not the way we're wired. <laughs> I know. Now, uh, a lot of people are starting to, to get out and do a lot more exercising now. A lot of people, you know, starting walking and, and hiking and this type of stuff. Uh, I'm still personally a little afraid of the gym. I try to go, but <laughs> it's like I'm going now. I don't think I'm going to go. <laughs> I will go. No, I'm not going to go. Uh, but a lot of people are out, you know, walking on the trails, uh, still trying to get exercise out there. What are some good tips that they can do to make sure that they are, are being healthy, making sure that they are wearing the proper shoe gear so they don't end up with ankle sprains and Achilles tendonitis and all these other conditions? No, it's a great question. Uh, another great question. Um, what I would say is that um, proper shoe gear would be uh, number one. Um, I personally like REI. You don't have to go, go to REI. I mean, there, there's a, but you want a good supportive shoe. I like Asics, and um, there's a bunch of them out there. Keen, Solomon's, you know, it just depends on your exact foot type and what's best for you. And then also a good um, art support in the shoe, particularly, you know, to ward off against maybe posterior tibial tendonitis and other conditions. Um, but, you know, if you got anything going on, um, it's always good to see a professional, get professional help so they can kind of help get you past that pretty quickly so you can kind of keep doing what you want to do if you're motivated to get into shape. And then the other thing is kind of start off slowly. You know, if you haven't been used to doing it for a while, you know, to try to go do 10 miles or 12 miles, you're, you're probably going to get an overuse injury. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I would definitely say start off slowly. You know, start off just walking a mile, before walk before you run, 
you know, walk a mile, do that a couple times, you know, a few times a week, see how it feels, and then slowly, methodically, especially for the older. I'm 50 now, so as we get older, you 50? You, yeah. As, oh man, I we, can't believe it. You look young. <laughs> Thanks, man. So, so as we get older, you know, you definitely want to think more about that. Even though you might be real energetic, you might be really driven. Um, you almost have to. Um, watch yourself and pull back a little bit because you don't want to get overzealous and then have an injury and then it sets you back real far and then you're kind of defeating the purpose of you trying to get in the shape. I got you. Now, a, a lot of runners have so many issues like uh, flat feet. Uh, I, I know a lot of times when I when I get out and start trying to run because I'm flat-footed, uh, I like using uh, the Nike, uh, what are these, the Vapor Max? Yeah. I love these type of shoes. What do you think about the the Vapor Max and this type of stuff, or should I be more like a New Balance type person? No, you don't have to be a New Balance type of person. I think the Vapor Max is is pretty good. Um, there's a little test that we do. Um, I could demonstrate on my shoe, but, uh, <laughs> but basically you want to bend it. It should bend where the big toe joint is, and the rest of it should be pretty solid and supportive. Okay. Um, and like I said, and then uh, depending on what kind of insert you put in the shoe, that can really help uh, shore it up a little bit, make it more structurally uh, stable. Now you are a super health person. <laughs> you like keto diet, constant exercise. You you drop pounds. I mean, you ripped. Yeah. Uh, what what are, what are some suggestions should I be doing right now to get some of this COVID weight off? Because I know a lot of us are suffering from the COVID and not the disease, but the extra weight from sitting on our butts for so long. Sure. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I like the old saying that uh, that um, muscles are built in the gym and abs are made in the kitchen. So <laughs> I, th- I think it's a simple form. It doesn't matter what type of diet you're on. I still think it goes back to the old calories in, calories out. Okay. So, so if you're not on a special diet, you just kind of want to watch. You probably... Um, Watch your portion size, um, reduce your total calories, and then and then also um, uh, incorporating exercise into it. Um, the way I like to think about it is I try to be a better version of myself every day, and you want to be good to your future self. So if you exercise, if you decide ah, I really don't want to exercise today, you know, and you make that decision a couple days in a row, what is your self next week going to be like? Are they going to be upset you you made those decisions, or are they going to be happy about it? So or if you just kind of Get in and do something. I just look at it. I break it down to each day. So I value my body and and um, take care of yourself, just like we talked earlier about taking care of your feet. Take care of your whole body, the exercise, cardiovascular health. Like you know, cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer for all of us. Really. Um, so so it's good to um, exercise and do cardiovascular activity. And and you know, I, I think a th- uh, thinner or um, you know, I, I think you have less. Uh, diabetes, type two diabetes, less high blood pressure. All the studies show that that that, that you wanted to have weight control. So so it's basically calories in, calories out, and adding some exercise can help burn the calories. But um, you kind of just if you just reduce your portion size a little bit. A big popular thing I do it is intermittent fasting. So okay. that, that's another idea is to try to do a window of opportunity. I really like keto a lot. Keto is a higher fat diet. Explain it because we we keep hearing is keto 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 keto. What does that actually mean? So that's a great question. So um, like uh, vegetarian, the way I look at it is vegetarian means you don't eat meat. Okay. It doesn't really tell you what you're eating. It just tells you what you're not eating. Okay. So, so you could be eating junk food all day long. You could be eating Oreos and say, I'm a vegetarian. And you could be eating garbage. And it doesn't mean just because you're vegetarian doesn't mean you're eating a good diet. Um, keto is just a certain restriction. Um, all it means is 75% of your calories are from fat. 20% of your calories are from protein, and 5% of your calories are from carbs. So it's a lower-carb diet, but not just a lower-carb diet, but a higher-fat diet. The, the, the increased fat makes you satiated, so you're not hungry so much um, okay. anymore. So, so it, it lends itself to intermittent fasting. I got a buddy of mine from podiatry school, um, Doug, who just lost about 100 pounds within about wow. 10 months on keto. He was over 300 pounds, and now he's under 200 pounds. So 
you know, it's all over social media. Um, I, I see success story again. It's just the one consistent thing that I see success story after success story. Um, it's interesting diet because for me, you have increased energy, increased focus, and you're not hungry so much anymore. So it makes it easy to, uh, to maintain it. I don't do it 100%. You know, once in a while, you could have a cheat day or a cheat weekend. But overall, I think it's a really good way to manage your weight and stay thinner and, and in my mind, healthier. What's your favorite form of exercise? It's a great question. Probably hiking. Um, I, I, I hike a lot. Um, I pretty much do um, upper. I do uh, free weights every other day, and I try to hike every other day. Wow. Um, yeah. Where, where are some of your favorite hiking trails? Well, I bought a house near Kennesaw Mountain, so I'm there all the time. I could. I was doing about 20 miles on the weekend. A um, little bit less lately. I got a wow. dog to kind of hike with, <laughs> and, uh, so he's a puppy, so he can't go that far. Yet. I've taken him six miles a bunch of times. Um, um, he's a good dog, but. Um, Trails. I also like, a buddy of mine took me over to, um, uh, I believe it's Red Top Mountain, and okay. there's some great trails up there, backside of the dam over there. But there, there's apps that you can get all trails, and, and there's all kinds of stuff out there that you could download apps. And, and we're lucky here. I mean, I grew up in South Florida where it's just flat, and there's no hike and there's no trails here. It, you don't have to go far to get in some waterfalls, mountainous terrain. And to me, it's just very chicken soup for the soul. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just spiritual. It's a great way to spend your time. Um, I could speak for myself. I'm addicted to my cell phone. I spend way too much time on it. Oh, yeah. So hiking is a great way to unplug, put it down, and just enjoy nature, the wide open spaces, and, and it's an awesome way to burn calories and have a great time. So for for somebody like me, I, I want to get back. I want to get back active. I want to get back moving. What's a, a, a good starting point, thinking about my foot health, thinking about proper shoe gear, how far I need to start to distance, my, distance myself? What's a good starting point? That's a great question, and um, I would tell you that um, that – that you want to, to me, to, to get to be a successful program that you want to stick to. It's easy to it probably easy, it might be easy to get started, but you just want to do what you're passionate about. So if you, if you're passionate about running, then you want to you know walk before you run, but get back into that. You know, um, if you love to swim, you know you got to find a pool somehow. Um, you know, whatever you're passionate about. If you, some people like uh, jujitsu and love the martial arts, you know, it's just. Whatever is going to pique your interest and use your mind and it's going to make it, make it not seem like work. I would tell you that of all the sports, tennis is my favorite because I can run around and chase that ball and it doesn't feel like work. <laughs> it doesn't feel like work. So for me, hiking doesn't feel like work. Um, tennis doesn't feel like work. So there are things out there that, to burn calories that in an ideal world, it'd be great to, to, to figure out what you're passionate about. Um, pick a sport that you're passionate about you can work at and then it doesn't feel like – it feels fun and it doesn't feel like exercise. Um, but you know, if not for a lot of us, you know, you can, um, just start walking, you know, whether you walk a mile, see how it feels, you know, just get the clothes on, get to me, everything's a habit. So, so you have to decide that I'm going to prioritize my body, that, that, that my mind, everybody has the compassion for love. They want to be kind. Um, and, and we live our life and that's being carried around by this mechanical, um, body that we have. It's just, uh, none of us make it out alive and it's important to take care of, you know, do you want to. To me, you want to be good to your future self, so decide that you want to eat as fuel that goes in your body, and the exercise that you do is just taking care of, of your body, burning calories, increase, increasing your cardiovascular health. That way you have a, a clearer mind, and as you get older, you know you could function properly and, and uh, be the best you can for your, for your wife, husband, kids, grandkids, you know, whatever it is. Wow. The community you can give back by, you know, it has to start with taking care of yourself, otherwise you're no good to anybody else. Now, how do I know when I need to see a podiatrist? I'm starting to have a little pain, a little 
little pain here and there, that's that enough. type of stuff. That's enough. A little pain, <laughs> a little pain in your foot and ankle, definitely come to a podiatrist. That's a great way to have it checked out. You know, a lot of patients nowadays, we got Google, and a lot of people make the correct diagnosis. Some people are way off, but, you know, we're still at a day and age where a lot of things um, people don't have access to. So maybe they know that they have um, gout, but, you know, they can't give themselves medication. So, so not only are you getting a second opinion, uh, a second opinion, uh, not only are you getting a professional diagnosis rather than you looking stuff up, you can go down a bad rabbit hole and be way off. And then also there's treatments that, that, that we're trained to do that, again, the, the average per- there are some treatments you could do at home, but there are some treatments that you really can't do without a licensed medical professional. Now, do you think uh, this access to information that we have now, because I think we're in a, in a process of information overload, which is just as dangerous as not having it. But do you think all the access that we have to information is hurting us kind of as a society? Like people, maybe you're reading a little bit too much and maybe you just need to go ahead and call the doctor instead of, instead of trying to self-diagnose. Like, do you think it's hurting us now? I don't think it's hurting us at all. I, th- I always believe information is good. The the issue becomes, you know, there's a saying where, you know, you shouldn't be your own lawyer. You shouldn't represent yourself. In a law case, you shouldn't be your own doctor. It's just, and, and I I don't doctor myself. I have an ailment. I would go see somebody. I have a primary care physician. Um, I think it's smart and it's in your best interest to, you know, it's good to be very educated and learn as much as you can. It's almost like any subject. You start researching it, you're going to know just as much as your doctor probably in that subject. But again, you can't prescribe yourself medication. And it's good to have somebody else to make that diagnosis because you could be focused on one particular symptom, but then the ailment that you think you have is right away ruled out by somebody with a lot of experience and they know, well, if it's just that, then it's not this. But it's always good to get information and to be edu- educate yourself. There's nothing wrong with it. I just wouldn't treat yourself based on that. I think that's where we cross the line is if you try to be your own doctor, you try to be your own lawyer, um, you know, whatever it is, the field that you're in and you do and you're good at, you know, focus on that. And if you have pain and you have ailments, it's always good to seek, seek professional treatment. Even if you're a professional, if you're a doctor, it's good to go see another doctor if you're having uh, an issue. Now, can can patients just come directly to see you, or do they have to go to a medical doctor and get a referral because you're a specialist? No, oh, great question. So, so almost it depends on their insurance plan, okay. but almost all plans, uh, it's unusual to need a referral to see to see a podiatrist these days. Um, you could always call the office and and find out, or call your plan and find out if you need a referral. But but most most people don't do not need a referral to come see us. And what's some of the most some of the most common things that that you see? Most common things. Uh, we see a lot of plantar fasciitis, heel pain. Um, we see a lot of ingrown toenails. We see bunions, hammer toes. Um, we see diabetic wounds, um, trauma, foreign bodies, um, especially with the summertime now. Um, there's been a couple of um, um, increased things that we see. So a lot of people go from a supportive shoe, and then it's, and then it's nice weather out. So they're wearing flip-flops, they're okay. wearing sandals, and they don't quite give the support typically that, 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 that a supportive shoe would, um, would give you. So we see increased PT tendonitis, perineal tendonitis. Um, we see you can get burned from walking on um, pavement that's too wow. hot. Um, we see people at the beach barefoot. We see you know foreign bodies, glass in their feet. Um, we see a lot of trauma where where you're more barefoot and um, and you know whether um, you're, you're you're stubbing your toe into something um, or creating some type of injury without having protection on your feet. Wow. Okay. Now, if uh, if somebody listening is having some issues or having some some foot uh, problems, how can they get in contact with you and find out more about Georgia Podiatry? Oh, they can go to www.georgiapodiatry.com. They can give us a call at the office, 678-310-0540. 
And um, we'd love to, we're accepting new patients, and we would love to see you in the office for a professional opinion about what's going on. Now, have you guys started the telehealth visits just yet? We did. We did. Um, it's funny because we thought about that for a while, and then Corona, I think, really kicked that off for everybody. You know, oh, yeah. we, everybody kind of wasn't sure about it, and you know, you think as a podiatrist, I got to kind of feel and see what's going on. Um, but but you are we are able to do a lot of telemedicine nowadays, and I think that'll be growing in the future um, for sure. There are some things that you'd have to come in for. Um, I always envision maybe you go to some center and there'll be some prof- medical professional, may, uh, uh, maybe a nurse or physician assistant, and they could like feel they, you could ask for stuff as and then people could feel and give you that feedback. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, once again, uh, Doctor Evan. Brody with Georgia Podiatry. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, if you want to get in contact with Dr. Brody or if you got questions or uh, if you definitely need to see a podiatrist, go to georgiapodiatry.com. All the information that you need there, two practices, two locations, uh, right here at Austell and Kennesaw. Uh, Once again, man, thank you so much for joining us right here on the number one rated business show, and we will be right back. Kevin, thank you so much. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey folks, Handsome Josh is here to reveal some big news to all the AM1100 listeners. I have an app. That's right, you can now check out all your favorite programs right here on The Real with The Real 1100 app. Whether it's sports, entertainment, or lifestyle, The Real 1100 definitely has you covered. So why don't you just tell me how much it's going to cost me? And here's the best part. It's available in your Google Play or Apple App Store, and it's free to download. Actually... You can count me in on this one. So download the Real 1100 app today and stay in tune with The Real. Woo! I just got to do it. I don't know why. (laughs) We are back right here on the number one rated business show. Uh, I'm your host once again, Kevin C. Pride. And I am joined by my guest... 
Dr. Joseph Fowler and Dr. Brandon Williams from Align for Life Chiropractic. How are we doing today, fellas? We are good, doing good, well this brother. afternoon, sir. How Thank you doing? Thank you for having us, brother. Oh, not a problem, man. Y'all like y'all been working today. Y'all work today? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. You know, <laughs> we put in a few yeah, man that's hours, right, that's you know. Right. Got to lay hands, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, one, one big thing I, uh, I definitely got to ask you about. How is COVID affecting your business? Because you are, it's, it's hands-on. You it, It's no telemedicine for what you guys do, right? No, no, not at all. So, I mean, it, it definitely has had an effect. We've had to kind of pivot uh, given the current climate that we're in. So, you know, obviously we're still seeing patients on a day-to-day basis, but, mm-hmm. you know, as such, we've had to put in additional safety uh, precautions. Okay. Um, you know, of course, you know, we're wearing masks, uh, protective uh, equipment. Yeah. Uh, you know, sanitizing equipment, tables, mm-hmm. things of that nature, mm-hmm. um, face shields to add an extra layer of protection right. between ourselves and, our, and our patients and gloves and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Right. So we've we've been able to to manage, uh, but we've certainly had to put in some, you know, extra steps and precautions. Right. Wow. Right. Now, what are some things that I would want to see a chiropractor for? So uh, a chiropractor, you would want to see a chiropractor for pretty much anything. See, as a chiropractor, we take care of your nervous system. Okay. Your nervous system runs your entire body. All the other systems, hormone, immune, respiratory, reproductive, muscular, skeletal, it doesn't matter. It's run by the nervous system. So if the nervous system is not operating properly, none of the other systems are going to operate properly. And so uh, a lot of people think of us as just being back doctors. Yeah, that's true. We do take care of the back. Okay. Uh, but we're known as back doctors because God put the spine down the back. Had he put it down the arm, we'd be known as arm doctors. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. So, so uh, it, it runs the gamut: headache, sinus issues. Uh, we have uh, cancer patients, uh, stroke patients, uh, babies. Our, our youngest patient to date, three days old. Wow. Oldest patient, ninety nine. And so we care, care of athletes, dancers. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, everybody needs this. Wow. Yes, sir. Now, um, you all, you uh, guys, both are also very, very big on wellness. Absolutely. Now, when you start talking about wellness, are you talking about diet or exercise? Explain that to us a little bit. All of it. Both. Um, all of it. Man. Yes. And, and and the reason we're big on wellness is because your health is your wealth. Yes. Um, so as you just mentioned, Kevin, wellness runs the, runs the gamut. So it's a, a combination of nutrition, mm-hmm. exercise, proper chiropractic care, mm-hmm. and proper rest. Those are some of the four. Those are the four pillars that we operate by. Wow. Um, all of w- which work in tandem mm-hmm. to uh, optimize your overall health. Right. See, see, nothing in your body exists alone. You know, uh, one, one of the issues that the mainstream medical uh, have, in my opinion, is is they look at the an individual body part, like the heart or the liver or the spleen, but they all work in tandem, as Doc said. And so if something is going on with a part, whether it be muscle or whatever, the other parts of your body are adapting to that. The question is, is it adapting properly? Wow. Now, uh, you, you mentioned sleep. Right. What is it that you guys do for sleep? Because I'm having a hard problem. Since I turned forward, I can't sleep no more. I don't know why. <laughs> well, well, see, well, part of the reason, Kevin, you're one of the hardest working men in Atlanta. That's right. I'm right. glad you, you don't have time for sleep. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it comes with, obviously, proper work-life balance. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, trying to get to bed each night you know, at a particular time and, and try to set a schedule or regimen for yourself. Mm-hmm. The best hours of sleep are between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Really? And, and many of us, you know, we fall outside of that range, you know. So either, you know, most of us are, are going to sleep, you know, 
at the tail end of that range or beyond that range. Mm-hmm. Um, but proper rest is key. You know, the average individual wants to get at least six to eight hours of sleep per night mm-hmm. um, because our body rests and heals and regenerates and rejuvenates in that sleep pattern. So if we're not getting proper sleep, our bodies are not our bodies are not able to get the proper rest and rejuvenation that they need. That's right. I don't think I've seen 10 o'clock going to bed since I was probably about eight, nine see, years see, old. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right, right. You need to take some notes. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you guys are about to open a brand new location. Absolutely. Uh, yes, down in Jonesboro, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell so us South a little bit. Atlanta area, yes, sir. Yeah, right, on Jonesboro Road, but yeah, yeah. South Atlanta. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have you guys been in, in chiropractic? So we have about 15 years of combined experience between the between, two of us. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Joe, uh, I met Dr. Joe um, about 10 years ago yeah. Okay, in chiropractic school up in Marietta, Georgia, at Life University. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we've been thick as thieves ever since. That's my brother from another month. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so we knew that this day was going to be coming. Yeah. Okay. Where we were going yeah. to combine our talents mm-hmm. and, and go into business together. Right. So 10 years later, we're here. So, yes, to your point, we are opening a new uh, venture mm-hmm. uh, down in South Atlanta. Uh, we're going to be up and running in about six weeks' time. Yes. Uh, so we're very excited to move into the next chapter. Yeah. Now, now, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you guys treat. Uh, as being chiropractors, I know you're big on sports medicine and, and uh, auto injuries. Mm-hmm. What's some of the other conditions and things that you guys treat? Uh, so as Dr. Fowler mentioned earlier, it runs the gamut. Right. You know, we, we treat a lot of wellness patients. So mm-hmm. when we say wellness, you know, that could be the individuals that, you know, that may have a, a chronic issue. They may have chronic headaches or mm-hmm. chronic neck pain, chronic back pain. Right. They may have digestive issues. Mm-hmm. They okay. may have reproductive issues. Right. You know. Um, you know. And you can th- fix that through chiropractic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. You know, uh, as Dr. Fowler mentioned, you know, we treat the nervous system, yes. and because the nervous system runs and operates, mm-hmm. and it's the foundation for all of the other systems in the body. Right. By working with the nervous system, we have the ability to affect change in all of those in other systems. systems. So, like for example, uh, erectile dysfunction. Okay. That is. Uh, that's big. It is yeah. big. <laughs> Especially if you, <laughs> if you suffer from it. <laughs> and I'm not talking. Look, let me leave. I'm going to keep it clean. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the thing is, the uh, the area, that sexual area, it's a muscle. Okay. All right. Penis is a muscle. Muscles need nerve innovation and they need blood flow. Okay. Right? So when I'm talking with my guys about... Uh, erectile dysfunction. We're not just talking about that because, you know, as men, we like to beat our chest and what we can do and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, if that area is lacking nerve supply and blood flow, what other area in the body is lacking that? Because remember what I said earlier, nothing exists in your body alone. Everything is connected. So if something is going on somewhere in the body, other parts of your body is adapting. The question is, is it adapting properly? Uh, In the proper adaptation could be heart problems. Okay. Another improper adaptation could be metabolism issues, low, wow. high, you know. So again, it, right. yes. Absolutely. And you know, it's a cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And and too often in the what I like to call the sick care model that we have in this country, we focus more on the effect mm-hmm. and not the cause. Okay. So if we're looking merely at the symptom, we may be missing the the cause of that system, that right. that symptom. So you really have to trace back and look at the the patient as 
and the overall holistic individual to right. get to the root cause of a lot of these issues that we face today. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys are really redefining chiropractic because everybody that uh, we don't talk to about chiropractic is all about cracking your neck and cracking uh, your back see, and all it, that it, type it, of stuff. It is so Y'all are much, really doing yeah. some revolutionary things. And yeah. absolutely, and that's yeah. why we're so that's, so big on, on educating right. uh, the our patients and the community, Kevin, because people need to get a true understanding of what chiropractic is. Right. And far too often we find that, uh, at least it's been my experience, and, and Dr. Farrell's as well, too. People just have a, a misunderstanding of what it is. Yes. You know, so that's why we have to uh, go above and beyond to educate folks and so make sure that they get a, a true understanding so they can get the most out of it. Right. Wow. Because, see, the thing about it, uh, Kev, uh, mainstream medical does not necessarily want people to truly know what chiropractors do. Wow. You know, uh, again, what we do is natural. You know, our ancestors, you think about our ancestors uh, centuries ago. Our ancestors didn't heal themselves through all these synthetic drugs and all that. You know, well, how did they do it? Uh, they did it naturally. Uh, this is one, as a matter of fact, chiropractic is the number one complementary alternative medicine in the world. Wow. Yeah. So uh, getting it natural, going back to the natural. And I think, you know, and, and we, we talked about, uh, you talked about COVID earlier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, God has shut this whole world down so, oh, yeah. so that we can reboot. And what we're stressing that everybody needs to reboot into chiropractic. Okay. (laughs) Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself and your overall health. That's right. And, you know, we're not saying that there's not a place uh, for conventional medicine. Everything has its place. Okay. Um, But, you know, focus on your overall health first and focus focus on conservative means first. Mm -hmm. so that's 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 what we want to hone in. There's a right. place, a time and a place for everything. Yes, for sure. Now I know you 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 guys also are big on preaching this wellness to our community, to Absolutely. the black community, because Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, it's definitely not been something that's been big in our community. I mean, medicine alone mm-hmm. right. is not something that's just hugely uh, uh, big in our community. But mm-hmm. chiropractic, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Why why do you feel such an importance to to start teaching this to our community? Because knowledge is power. Yes. And because our health is our wealth. Our health is our wealth. You know, take it back to COVID. You mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, I saw a statistic the other day, the average uninsured patient that comes down with COVID and has to be admitted to the hospital is going to walk out with an average of a $75,000 bill. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have to look at our health as the number one tool Mm -hmm. that's going to help to sustain us. And we have to do that with education. Right. You know, so I know a lot of us have white coat syndrome or we mm-hmm. may have, you know, negative experiences when it comes to, you know, our health and, 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 count, and you know, encounters with doctors and things of that nature. But that's something not, you know, it's something you need to embrace and not, you know, shy away from. Right. You know, know your health, you know, know your health status, know your numbers, get checked often, you know, take your health into, you know, take the reins over your health and not let things linger until, you know, unfortunately it gets to a point to where you can't, you know, can't come back from right because you know um right now the the elephant in the room is COVID, and um but and one of the things that you always hear is that the people who have these conditions that before COVID, the diabetes the hypertension and all that well the thing is if you have all that going on it's not just COVID that can take hold of you any virus or disease can take hold of you because all of that reduces your immune system Okay. All right. And so that just goes back to the digestive system, what we talked about. And because 80 to 90 percent of your immune system lies in your digestive system. So if you're not having proper nutrition, if you're not eating right, if you are eating right before you lay down, 
which again causes issues with you sleeping, not being able to sleep well because your body is fighting, trying to digest and you're trying to sleep. So that's a topic for a whole nother. uh, I can say he he accusing (laughs) me of something. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Now, you also, explain, uh, let's just rewind a little bit. Explain holistic medicine a little bit, because I think a lot of people mistake what that actually means. What is holistic medicine? What is that? Okay. Holistic medicine, to me, this is Dr. Williams' definition of holistic (laughs) medicine. You know, we all may have our own individual definition. Right. To me is um, the whole organism. Yes. Okay. Okay. my in my tradition, I believe that we came from the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know, once we die, we return to the earth. Right. God placed everything on this planet that we needed to survive and thrive. Okay. Um, that to me is the foundation of holism. Mm-hmm. You know, we being the whole organism. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know there's no cure for the common cold. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. If you catch a cold right now and you take absolutely nothing for it, in a few days you will be cured of it. Mm-hmm. You cut your hand right now, you know, you get a paper cut in a couple of days, it's going to heal on its own with no absolutely no intervention. Right. So that's holism. Okay. You know, God has given us everything that we need to survive and thrive. As chiropractors, what we do is we help to ensure that environment, lifestyle, and things such as that don't interfere with what God has already given us. Right. Wow. And, so as, and so we take on the, the meaning of health. Now, there, there may be people may have their own definitions of health and all that, but health it's not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. It is the complete mental, physical, and social well-being of a person. And so Dr. Williams and myself, that's what we take on. We take on all of that. So when you come in to see us, we're, yeah, we hear what you're coming in to us for, that, that headache, that stomach ache, that uh, muscle pain, whatever. But we're also looking at the whole. Wow. Yeah. Now, I suffer from headaches a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's some of the things that, that you would recommend for, for headaches? Well, first of all, you know, we need to check you out to make sure you don't have any misalignments that could be causing that. Okay. Um, One of the um, leading causes of headache, believe it or not, is a misalignment of the C1 vertebra. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's the very uh, first vertebra in the um, spinal chain. So we would ensure that you don't have any interference in your spine that Mm -hmm. could be causing that. But we'd also have a conversation with you about your lifestyle, you know, diet, Mm -hmm. level of stress. Right. You know, sleeping patterns, all that. Because again, everything works together. Right. Exercise, wow. all that. It's all. Not, it's, it's like uh, you know, when you're in school, you know, you you don't take just one class. Okay. You take multiple classes, right? And so, if you do good in one class, but you fail in all the other classes, you're gonna fail that that quarter. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Right. Get kept back. <laughs> the chain is only as strong as the weakest. That's winning. right. That's right. So what we have to do is we got to stop getting kept back in our health. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Now, uh, what makes Align for Life different than most uh, chiropractic practices? You know, a lot of the things that we've been talking about, you know, we take a different approach with our patients. We're not just looking at symptoms. We're not Mm -hmm. just looking at the headache. Mm -hmm. We're not just looking at the the neck pain. Mm -hmm. We're not just looking at the fact that you may have been in a car accident. Mm -hmm. We're looking at you as the individual. Right. You know, okay. When you come in to see us, we're going to take a complete health history. Mm-hmm. Okay, We're going to go all the way back from the day you were born up to you know the day that you come to see us. <laughs> That's right. That's you right. Know? That's right. Uh, because we want to treat you as the holistic individual that you are, not just for the symptom that you may be coming in to see us for. Right. So that's very important. Right. Not to say that other practitioners aren't doing that, but that no. is something that we focus and emphasize 
uh, when you come to see us at the line for life. Right, right. Well, we, we we don't treat you like you're on an assembly line. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we we do not. Yeah, you 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 are treated as if you are in a boutique because that's what we are. Now y'all y'all also said y'all treat reproductive problems. Uh-huh. That's intriguing to me. Explain that just a little bit. Um, so um, we uh, know of several individuals mm-hmm. um, that uh, had fertility issues mm-hmm. prior okay. to receiving chiropractic care. Yes, one of which is a very good friend of mine. Um, she had. Uh, had undergone fertility treatments for a number of years mm-hmm. uh, and had, you know, gone several different routes unsuccessfully. Um, but one of the last things that she tried, you know, partly to my suggestion, was chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Wow. And mm-hmm. in six months, she was pregnant with her first child. Mm-hmm. Now, what what was that that you were able to do? Was that through some type of uh, spine manipulation or body manipulation or supplements or? Uh, yeah. I mean, it st- it, for us, it starts with the chiropractic with, adjustment. Yes, yes. Okay. By removing the interferences in the nervous system. So, like I said, we take care of the nervous system. So, the first system that develops after conception. So, after mom and dad gets through playing <laughs> <laughs> and the baby is conceived, <laughs> the first system that develops is the uh, central nervous system, which consists of the brain and spinal cord. After that, God wraps bone around it. For the brain, it's the skull. For the spinal cord, it's the spinal bone or vertebra. After that develops, then all the bo- uh, nerves of the body come out. Then after that develops all the organs, heart, liver, spleen, all that. So we have the ability to positively affect anything that's going on with you because we clear the interferences from the system. So like uh, what Dr. Wisdom was just talking about, the sister that was having the, the issue, her, her brain, let's just say, was okay. not communicating properly to the reproductive area. And so when you clear that system, along with some other things, nutrition, all that kind of stuff, but when you clear the nervous system, it allows for proper communication to occur, and thus, baby. Wow. In, in that case. Mm. Wow. Mm. That is amazing. It is. <laughs> I tell you. Now, uh, do you guys uh, prescribe medicine, or is it more like supplemental regimens, or, or how do you deal so with that So as part chiropractors, we do not prescribe medication. Now, we do make right. supplemental uh, prescriptions and things like that. Right, right. Um, We, you know, suggest mm-hmm. uh, certain supplements, mm-hmm. you know, dietary recommendations to right. our, our patients. But we leave the, the uh, medicine prescription to our medical counterparts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we are slowly approaching the end of the show, but I want to make sure that everybody can get out. If uh, somebody wants to get in contact with you, if they're having some problems, uh, they just want to learn more about uh, chiropractic medicine, how can people get in contact with you? All right, so uh, we have our new website that's going to yep. be launching here in the coming days, mm-hmm. www.alignedforlifewellness.com. That's number four, aligned, number four, lifewellness.com. Um and uh, my email, Dr. Williams, is B as in boy, W-I-L-L-D as in dog, C as in Charlie, at gmail.com. Yes. And mine is J-F Fine Spines. And that's J-F-P-H-I-N-E-S at gmail.com. All right. Uh, any parting words before you go? What should we be doing as far as wellness, just just general wellness? What should everybody be doing? I know uh, eating right, yeah. but more than that, what what we sh- what should we all be doing? Well, the first thing I'll say is, uh, and I say this to all my patients and my female patients, particularly like this, and that is, if you want to be fine, take care of your spine. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I say fine, I'm not just talking about outside. We like to look at the outside, <laughs> the inside as well. So it doesn't matter uh, uh, uh 
you know, exercise water. You know, we, we have, and again, we, we're talking about a lot of topics we can go off into other shows with, but uh, uh, the sleep. I mean, you, you touched on a lot of it, what you need to be doing right now okay. to not only uh, help you, but help you avoid the COVID and all the rest of it. Wow. Yes, yes. All right, yes. so I'm, I'm going to stick to the four pillars. If you do these four things, you're going to get a long way in life, mm -hmm. all right? Proper rest, proper nutrition, uh, proper chiropractic, and, uh, yeah, just take care of yourself. Uh, take care. That's okay. Right. That's take right. care of yourself. That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. It's, it's that simple. You know, God made us simple, uh, but yet complex at the same time. Right. But if, if, if we stick to the four pillars that we've mentioned in this show, right. Um, especially during the time of COVID-19 and, mm -hmm. and whatever else we may be going through in life, mm -hmm. um, you'll be fine. Auto accident, wellness care. Slip and fall. We take care of it all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, once again, when, when are you guys having that opening for the uh, new location and the new office? Uh, so it's going to be uh, beginning of September, and, of course, we're going to update our, our social media and our, our yeah, website for sure. Uh, when that time comes. So anybody that's in the Atlanta area, we'd love to have you guys come out. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd love to speak with you, answer any questions you might have, and, of course, we'd love to be able to put hands on you, as Dr. <laughs> Lay hands on That's right. We lay hands. <laughs> Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Joseph Fowler, Dr. Brandon Williams from Align for Life Chiropractic, thank you all so much for joining the show. Once again, it has been another episode of the number one rated business show right here on The Real 1100 AM. I'm your host, Kevin C. Pride. You can follow me on social media at Pride on all channels. Um, until next week, we are out. Uh -huh.